All right, man. Welcome back. We got another episode of Inspired by True Events Sports Podcast here. Got my boy Kenny, Phil, and Neil. How y'all doing today? Can't complain at all. Hey, we got we got some we got some big upsets this week. I'm really excited for this episode. Crazy week. playoffs are getting close. Um, before, before we start, I just would like to tell everybody, I I completely understand that last week I had some wild takes and not one thing I said was correct. But I am a man of my word, and I will stand by it, and I will take my lumps. Hot and I deserve Kenny. I deserve all the crap that will be talked to me, and I accept it all. I don't. <laughs> We're going, we're going to get to one of those hot takes, but uh, Phil, what we what we looking like for the pickums for last week, uh, man? Overall, so and last we have Neil still under five hundred at seven and eight. You're, and we have Kenny in third, surprisingly at eight and seven. And Damn, first, Kenny! And in first place, me and Lawrence are tied at ten and five. Oh man! Wow! Okay, last week I needed Falcons and Chargers. That'll do it to us, Kenny. <laughs> Those th- literally those two games right there, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, Lawrence picked the Chargers too. Yeah, I picked the Chargers, but I could afford to do that because I'm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, we got we got some big games. Uh, we got some games that are exciting for me because I get to talk shit to my friends, and then we got obviously Neil and Phil's team going at it this week. Um. The, the repeat of the Super Bowl there. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna start it right off. Let's get into let's get let's go to the to the Ravens and the Browns. Um who do you no who do you got for the Ravens and Browns this week? I'm gonna go with Cleveland. I think right now Baker is on fire. I ain't seen Baker play like this since since college to be honest with you. Um that that offense as soon as OBJ left offense as crazy as it sounds as soon as OBJ left that offense they started to click. I don't know what it is. If it was like a, I got it. That Baker felt pressure to give OBJ the ball, but I think what it really did was it, it let them run the ball a little bit more. I mean, they have Kareem Hunt, who people forget was a monster when he was on KC, uh, and Nick Chubb, who may be a top three rusher in the league right now. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cleveland. It's gonna be close. I'll go Cleveland by three, but I don't think Baltimore has it, and I don't even know who's playing for Baltimore anymore. I I literally don't know who's on the team. They're all back from COVID. They're oh, all they back. back. Yeah, they're back and forth. They're back and forth. Except, except for Des. Des he's not playing football field. anymore. Yeah, Des got pulled off the field and got tested today. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to go Cleveland by three. All right. I'm going to go um, Cleveland as well just because of uh, Nick Chubb pretty much. Ever since he's got back, gone back from that injury, he's played just as well as um, Derrick Henry and Delvin Cook. He's he's averaging more, almost more – as, as, or as close as, as yards per carry as them, and he's just been carrying the offense from the Browns. So I have him having another monster game, maybe maybe 115, 120 all-purpose yards. So probably Browns by a touchdown this week. All right. I love Nick Chubb. I love everything he brings to that team. They are com- a complete different team when he's in and when OBJ is out. But – I'm not picking the Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> you say you say into it. You stick it to your guns. I'm sticking to. I mean, yeah. I, I just I, I'm not a believer in the Browns. I, they got to they, they got to prove it to me with the season before I believe in them. And I'm just not doing it. And yeah, I put my money. And what was that, Phil? First winning season in a while. Oh yeah, definitely first winning season in a while. That's why I don't trust them. Let's go Baltimore. Let's go Baltimore. <laughs> um, I'm gonna for me, I'm gonna go with uh 
Man, this is tough. This is tough. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Baltimore here. Um, I think they're. I think they're a bit more. Obviously, they're not desperate, but obviously, it's crunch time to where they need to get a win. Especially divisional will be good for them. Um, and they're obviously playing right now against the Cowboys. So if they win that game, they'll be up to what seven and five at that point. And then yes, sir. Then Sunday coming up would be. Are they playing this Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not a prime time game. I don't believe. I think it's either Monday night or Sunday night. Okay, so so yeah, definitely. I hope oh, it's Monday, Monday night. Monday, Monday. Okay, so they got time. They got time to recover, um, and they kind of they already had those guys that were out kind of had a rest anyway already. So, um, I think I think they'll they'll bounce up, bounce back, and they'll go to eight and five. Then that makes things much more interesting in the in it with that AFC North. Um, so I'm gonna take the Ravens by four. If they beat the Cowboys tonight, we'll see. <laughs> and another thing for the Browns, I think, um, which is interesting, everybody's they say OBJ, but how long was Nick Chubb out for? Four weeks or six weeks? Four weeks, four to six, yeah. And that he was, was the, and that was the kind of the span when Baker kind of started opening up a bit more. Yeah, but you can look historically, even Baker's rookie season mm-hmm. was better than when OBJ was there for the full season last year. So mm-hmm. there is something to be said for when OBJ is out of the lineup, Baker does look better. I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. No, I just, I, just, I was about to say, I just want to look at everything because that right. could be a thing where he gets some, he gets more opportunities. More of the pass. playbook. Yeah. So, um, so going from there, um, we got we got another big game. Uh, we got the Vikings and the Bucks. Um, that that's going to be a really huge game. If the Vikings win, they will currently be in, I believe. Um, they're in right now. They're in right now. They're in right now because of the Cardinals losing, right? Yep. yep. Okay. So, so they're in right now. Then that will bump into what the fifth seed, sixth seed, or yeah, there's seven a, right now. Yeah. So and then they'll be it'll be fifth or sixth. They'll jump up to. Um. So I think um. I think this is going to be a big, huge game. I'm going to be watching this one. Um, I'm not sure what time it is. I like to like to watch multiple games at once anyway, um, outside of watching my own team. So who you got now for this game? Uh, I like the Bucks in this game. I don't think the Vikings are that good. Besides Dalvin Cook, I don't think the Vikings are that good. Uh, I mean, Justin Jefferson, obviously we know. We're, we're a huge fan of him on this podcast. He, that dude is a monster. He's a beast. God uh, I just I think it's getting close to the time where where Tom Brady needs to he just gotta he's gotta show out he's gotta shut everybody up and he's gonna have to start to play well it's, it's getting close to his time playoff season all that stuff he needs to get in the playoffs he needs to stay in the playoffs so I'm gonna say this is a statement game for the Bucks just because they're they're beating they're beating a a playoff team the Vikings are a playoff team right now so I'm gonna go Vikings or I'm gonna go Bucks twenty seven I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Bucks thirty twenty seven. 30 27. Yep. So you're saying, so you're saying about the over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no defense in that game. I know. <laughs> no defense? No, no defense in that game. No defense? There's no defense in that game. Who, who, besides the Bucks D line, what else they got? I, 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 I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. Who's, 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 who's um, Bucks as well. Bucks. Tom Brady's going to need a, you know, try to do whatever he does to try to prove everyone wrong and such and such. We the whole narrative, everything, this whole repeated cycle. They do bad, prove himself bad, prove himself the whole, that whole nine yards and stuff. But it's probably going to be a really close game, even though every, a lot of people expect the Bucks to 
win by a good amount. Brady's probably going to have maybe 250, not like go out like everyone expects him to do against a suspect Vikings secondary. So I have the Bucks winning by a four. I just have one question for you guys. You like that? <laughs> you like Cousins that? In the Let's go. Let's Skull, go. baby. Let's go. We need them out of here. Tom and Brady, you're exposed. Yes, this is exactly. the game that exposed you for the Thank fucking you. system Fraud quarterback you are. you are. Yes, exactly. I use that word again. But Delvin Cook is going to have a great day. No one's okay, you want to shut down Justin Jefferson, we'll go to Adam Thielen. Okay, you want to shut them both down, we have two good tight ends in Irv Smith Jr. and Kyle Rudolph. Oh, you want to just shut down our pass game? We'll just hand the ball to our workhorse, Delvin Cook, who does nothing but eat yards and score touchdowns. I don't see the Buccaneers winning this game. It'll be a close one, but I think that the Vikings won by four. Vikings are going to keep doing what they've been doing. They're around in the fourth quarter, and they come out on top. That's what's going to happen. They've been doing it for how many weeks? I think it was three out of the five last – the three out of the their last five has been where they get down to the last possession, they score to win the game. Yep. So um, I think the Vikings win this game not only because I think they will because I don't like the Bucks, I don't like Tom Brady. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm tired of hearing about him. Um, it's been great. Great that they've been on a bye week so they cannot talk about him. Because if they could have talked to talked about him on the bye week, they they would have, to be honest. Um, I do have Delvin in fantasy, so it's kind of you know. <laughs> Vikings are one of the hottest teams in football right now. They started off one and five. They're six and six. They've been so they've been five and yeah, one. They're rolling. Like so, I like the Vikings this week. Yeah. Um. So going from there, man. Let's let's get right into it. We got the Steelers and the Bills. Huge game. Huge game. And this is what's crazy right now is the Steelers are a two and a half point underdog right now. And they're eleven and one. Well, Buffalo's nine and three and they're one play away from being ten and two. So it's not like they're playing against a, a crap team. One they're also they're also there. one call away from being uh nine and four as well. Or eight and four. What play is that? The pass interference call against the Rams. That shit is bullshit. Anyways, I'll start us off here. Uh, Buffalo, this is the first. This is the first uh, Sunday night football game. You couldn't help yourself. I'm just saying. You Kenny, you could. Kenny had to bring it up. Why can't, why can't I bring it up? You couldn't help yourself. I had, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's Kenny 90 plays on each side of the ball. We can go back to that episode. I said it then. I'll say so it again. This is flashback. You're muted right now. Yeah, your mic's off. This is the first <laughs> Sunday night football game that the Buffalo Bills have hosted since 2007. Uh, they hosted that game and they lost 56 to 10. <laughs> you can see why you can see why NBC doesn't put Buffalo on Sunday night. They haven't they haven't been good in a while. Uh, they've been good the past couple of years. I think Buffalo's <laughs> blazing hot right now. Josh Allen had his best game of the year last last week or really a couple of days ago. Um, they're good. They're really good. Pittsburgh's good, but they're frauds. Pittsburgh frauds? frauds. Pittsburgh are fraudulent. They haven't beat the first degree, second degree, or third first degree. degree frauds. So they, they would you team all year. They haven't beat a so, team all year. So they would you. They beat the Ravens twice. They beat the <laughs> the Browns. They beat the Titans. They beat the Browns once, right? 
Yep. Right. They only played him once. Yeah. Seven to nine, eight, whatever it was. <laughs> I'm going to go Buffalo here. I'm going to go Buffalo by seven touchdown. And I think Buffalo's going to oh, do, good, do good on their November 2007 Sunday night game where they got smoked 56 to 10. All right. I'm going to go with um, Pittsburgh, even though I do agree that it's going to be a very close game. But I mean, Pittsburgh, I don't believe Pittsburgh are frauds. I mean, should, should they have won some a certain amount of games? I mean, should they have won a, by a larger margin some games? Sure. But that's football. If you get the W, you get the W no matter what. And it, it, that's been Pittsburgh's playing by the last couple of years. They've played down to the competition no matter who it is, no matter how good you are. Like the Chiefs, down to the Raiders, Broncos, and Jags, they've always played down to how they play. So I see Pittsburgh maybe in like a low-scoring game since, you know, both teams are trying to go for a shootout. It's one of those unexpected games. So I have the Steelers winning by a field goal, a late field goal. All right. Taking Pittsburgh as well. I think that people are overreacting to Pittsburgh's loss because we have to remember that the Washington football team, they're five and seven, but they're in a tie for first place in their division. And that defense is a top 10 defense. And Alex Smith is no slouch at quarterback. So it's not like they lost to the New York Jets. Like, let's keep that in mind. Like, Washington might be playing playoff football this year. So if Pittsburgh ends up that ends up being their only loss is to a playoff team, are we really going to say that they're a bad team because they lost one time in December to a playoff football team? I, I can't say that. So I'm going with Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I'm not sure if Pouncey is going to be back, but they're missing a lot of guys, not even just, you know, uh, Bud Dupree. They're missing Pouncey. They're missing Connor. They're missing another offensive lineman. So that team gets healthy. I, I'm not worried about Pittsburgh. Um, so you guys all took Pittsburgh? Not me. And he took Buff. Uh, uh, I took so um, after what I saw last night, I'm taking Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And I, My boy Lawrence. Like, if they <laughs> if they go in, if they can run the football a little bit more with the running backs, they'll be very difficult to beat. Um, they need to – I think lessen up the carries on Josh Allen to save his body a little bit more through games. Uh, Cause they kind of just have running backs out there to like lead block for him. Um, I would be pissed at being a running back on that team. <laughs> like, no, like no way in hell. But um, I think this game probably comes down to um, if Josh Allen can take care of the football, no fumbles, no interceptions. Um, if he can do that, I think they, they win to buy at least a touchdown. I think that's, that's tough. Way. That's tough to do against that Pittsburgh defense. I know. Turnover machines in that secondary. I know, but that, I mean, if, if he can do that, then I think it's very possible. possible so a lot of the like a lot that. of those Pittsburgh's de- Pittsburgh's uh, defensive success comes off of the blitz. Uh, they blitz probably more than any top five, maybe more than any any team in the NFL. The thing about Buffalo is Josh Allen is better under the blitz. He's five and zero when he gets blitz multiple times in a game and has three hundred and he averages three hundred four yards and two touchdowns a pat per pass. And that's True. Off, that's off the blitz. But so, he hasn't seen TJ Watt coming at him in a blitz, and he hasn't had Minka Fitzpatrick patrolling back there on the blitz. So I get what you're saying, but this is a very unique type of defense. This isn't your typical blitz defense where you just have a good front seven or you just have a good second. They're blitzing like, for a reason. Exactly. Like you, they can blitz you, and you're gonna throw it up there. But they have ball hawks in the secondary. It's not like they're leaving you in an island and there's no one back there. Yeah. And if I'm, and if they have John Brown back, which I think he's gonna be coming back this week. That'd be really big, and nobody's guarding Diggs right now. Nobody. He's heavily on, yeah, slept on. He 
He ran he ran four hitch routes in a row for a first down last night. Can't, can't guard him. His footwork is crazy. Do anything about it. Couldn't do anything. John Brown was the X factor last year in this Steelers Buffalo game. So John Brown's back, like you said, that is going to be a huge difference. Yeah, for sure. And plus, for, them. for sure. And plus I think takes, I think it, it was precaution too. too. Yeah, it was precaution too for them to uh, I think uh, pretty much put him on IR. I guess he needed time off because he was like literally limping every game he played in. Um, but going from there, man, um, we got the Eagles and the Saints. Favorite game of the week. Nah, not my favorite game of the week. Not my favorite. Nah, I wouldn't say that. So, so who you got now? Who you got for this? For the New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles? I think this game this game is going to show a lot for Philadelphia in general. Um, I think if Jalen Hurts comes in here and tosses the ball around and throws for a couple touchdowns, has a good passer rating, doesn't turn the ball over, I think it's going to be time for Carson Wentz to be out of there. And I don't think it's going to be a cut we lost his contract type of thing. I, I think they're going to end up trading for him. They're, they're, somebody's going to want him. Um, I mean, look at the, look at the quarterback situation around the league right now. Somebody's going to want that dude. He, he's not a scrub. We all know that. He is not bad. He's just – I don't know if he's the right fit for Philly right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for just for example, just throwing it out there, like, let's, like imagine Carson Wentz and Bill Belichick's offense. Like, that man would strive. And I think that would be the best location for him to go. I think it's I think it's going to be New Orleans by landslide here. Honestly, I don't I don't really think the Saints are going to have any issue here whatsoever. Um, Taysom Hill, it really tears up defenses that aren't good. I mean, he struggled against Denver's defense, but they have a top ten defense. Uh, I think he's going to tear up this Philly defense, and I don't think Jalen Hurts is acclimated enough to do much. So I'll go to I'll, I'll go New Orleans twenty. I'll go Philly ten. See you later, Carson Wentz. I'm going to go with um, New Orleans as well because this season so far we saw um, another rookie make their debut this year against a very tough defense and the LA Rams. We saw how well that went, but I don't see the same instance instance happening this time around because Saints are way too experienced and basically that, that defense is really different this year. Maybe top two, top three in the league tops plus Taysom Hill is get week by week. He's getting more acclimated with the offense he, he threw his first touchdown pass of his career last week. So he just getting, he's only getting better from here. So I have them winning 23 13. Kenny, let's hear it, baby. Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. it's your turn, brother. Philly, Hon- Philly. Honestly, get you. Honestly, get you far in life. Philly, Philly. <laughs> hate out your heart. <laughs> nah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I despise them, but I'm not going to disrespect them and say they're going to lose to Jalen Hurts in his first start. Can't do it. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, New Orleans <laughs> is going to win this game. It it might not even be close. Like this might be a game that you put on and you hope that Red Zone doesn't flip back to it after the first quarter because it's so right. boring. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't think that this is going to be a good one at all. Um, I think all the fans that were begging for Jalen Hurts. I feel like Doug Peterson also too. He he might purposely be throwing Jalen Hurts into the fire against his defense so that he looks like crap and he can say, "This is what you guys wanted." Yeah, okay. I I don't know. I'm not I'm not a believer in Jalen Hurts. I'm not a believer in Philly. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be ugly. You think if, they, if he does bad, they're going to put Wentz right right in, or just go let him? Be in I think the- I think Jalen Hurts is in for the game. I think he's in for the game. I think Wentz will dress, but I don't think Wentz is going to play. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think you could do that because what's tough too when you have a rookie quarterback, w- once you go to them, you can't really go off of them anymore. You kill their confidence. Like it's, I, I don't know if Carson Wentz era is over, but we'll talk about it more later. But it's um, it's tough to go back on it now. Um, you guys already know I'm gonna pick the pick the Saints, um, for my special place in my heart that the Eagles struggle to even come into New Orleans or even play against them the last six times they played, including playoffs. They've only beat us once. Once was in 2015. So Eagles don't stand a chance. And every time they play the Saints, they struggle. So I'm good on the, I'm good on the the Eagle. I can't wait for the notifications after the first, first down in the game on Twitter. (laughs) Look at that. Lawrence, you like the Saints. Look at our first down. We haven't had one since week three. Um, but last but not least, yeah. I know Kenny's going to pick on this, but we got the Patriots and the Rams. Is this the first meeting since the Super Bowl or no? Yep. First meeting since the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to go first on this. And then we'll let we'll let that I'll go and we'll let them them decide what what it's gonna be. It was all because of Bill, man. I'm going with the Patriots. Play action jet sweep is not gonna work against a defensive-minded coach that is a wizard in this shit. It's not gonna work. Your offense has not changed since that Super Bowl. I think. By I think the game comes down to a field goal. I think uh like like uh Phil said, Nick Folk for the win. 40 plus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with wind. Mm. And, and then wind you, in a dome. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, 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 yeah, the Coliseum. I oh, I didn't know. That. I didn't know. Oh, new, new, I didn't. new stadium this year. Where you been oh, at, bro? New, new you don't watch Hard Knocks? I'm not yeah, watching what? the Rams. I'm not watching them. <laughs> like, what, I, what am I watching? <laughs> Why would I watch a team with more more than two losses, man? Come on, man. <laughs> nah, but Kenny, go ahead, man. I got, like I said, I got the Patriots by a field goal. That's what I got. Rams. Easy. Give me a score, Kenny. You want to score? Yeah, I want to score. Thirty-one uh, twenty Rams. Ooh. Um, yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying, Lawrence, about Bill being a wizard, but Sean McVay is also a young offensive wizard, so he now has seen Bill Belichick. So that also that's I think that's going to help him as well. And as far as saying the offense hasn't changed since the Super Bowl, I got to disagree. There's no more Todd Gurley there. That's that's completely different. The offense was literally built around Todd Gurley, who then couldn't play couldn't in the move. Super Bowl because he, he had bad knees. So yeah. I, I'm going to have to disagree there. So I, I'm going with the Rams, and I, I think they won by two possessions. Also, too, because I don't think that the Patriots are going to be lucky enough where Cam Newton can throw for less than 100 yards again and win a game. I mean, he's been doing it, but that luck's got to run out. You're not, you, you can't keep doing that. You cannot keep throwing for less than 100 yards and win games. Yo, you want to go off on the last? Yeah, sure, I'll go. Um. I, I hey, mean, uh, wait, no, before you go, what was the score the last time y'all played? Uh, 
we scored three points. It was three oh, to thirteen okay. or whatever. I don't know. Listen, I don't. I don't no, I, I just said that. I just. I was just listen, this is coming from. I was just asking. Is this? I was just asking. Right, 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 Mister Week to Week fan, bringing bringing up some old stuff, just like just like you brought the the last six times we played Philly. But I thought we lived week to week on this podcast. Like that, he says. But what about what about what's happening now? Yeah, exactly. Yo, listen, you're okay. You're tricky. Right. Sorry. Mr. Week to Week, and he's talking about two years ago Emotion. when your Yo, Kenny, offense Kenny, is Kenny, doing the same Kenny, stay out of this. Nope. Kenny, stay out of this. You're not going to talk like that, that not, to my this friend. Ha- this has nothing to do with you. All right? You're not going to talk like that to my friend. So so if Goff, if Jared Goff has a quarterback rating above 75, which, I mean, that's a little bit above average for a quarterback in the NFL. You know, 75 what, is that stat, what is that stat-wise? It all differs. It really doesn't, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. QB ratings, but but anyways, the Rams are eight and one. If Jared Goff has a quarterback rating above seventy five, can he get a quarterback rating above seventy five against Bill Belichick's defense? That's the question here. I don't think. I don't think, and I don't hope Sean McVay puts Jared Goff in the situation where he's going to have to have a quarterback rating that high to win this game. I hope that we run the ball because our running game right now is on fire. Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson one two punch right now is real good, like real good. And I don't think the Patriots can beat us with a quarterback that has more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns. <laughs> not even close. It's eleven not, to four. Yeah, something it's like, like eleven that. to four. Yeah, six so, six? yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's They're, bad. Wait, you, wait, are they six and six right now? Yep, six and six. The Patriots are. Yeah, yeah and the Patriots are impressive. That's impressive. I think. I also think that seeing Brian Flores earlier this year is going to help Sean McVay a little bit. Um, that's who he had to face in the Super Bowl. So I think he's going to see that Bill Belichick's going to copy a little bit of the defense from Brian Flores or Brian Flores copied some from Bill Belichick. Either way, it's going to be – it's in Sean McVay's head. Plus, everybody's thinking the same thing. Like, Lawrence is thinking Sean McVay put up three points with a way better offense back in whatever when they played us in the Super Bowl. You don't think Sean McVay's thinking about that? You don't think Sean McVay has been – every- but he's been awake since that Super Bowl. Every I don't think he slept since then, to be honest with you. That's a nice background, by the way. I like that. Um, <laughs> it's easy to pick the Patriots here, by the way. It's real easy to pick the Patriots here. I almost swung that way and almost did pick the Patriots here, to be honest with you. I thought I was going to come on this podcast and shock everybody and say, Patriots by one. I just don't <laughs> think the defense can – I just don't think the offense can buy that defense. But – I'm gonna go with the Rams, man. I gotta go with the Rams, baby. You, you know, score? That's my squad, baby. I gotta go with the Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, yeah, I gotta score for you. Yeah, I gotta score for you. It's gonna be a low-scoring game. It's gonna be 14 to 10, LA Rams. Plus, Back New England hasn't under. left LA. New England has not left LA. I think that hurts. Very them. smart. You say you think that hurts them? I think it hurts them. Yeah, I think it's gonna throw everybody off schedule. That's what I think. Not 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 a lot of teams are built that way. They have a routine. I think staying out staying out in LA is gonna is gonna throw off a lot of players' routine. Oh. wait. What do you wait? What do you mean? Like over they, like they this whole week? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they didn't come back because they, they just played back. in LA. Yeah. But this is Thursday night game, by the way, folks. This is a Thursday night game. So they just played Sunday. They're playing Thursday. So you got the Rams winning by fourteen to ten. Fourteen ten. Got to four. So obviously, since we're, since we're facing Neil's Rams, I'm gonna throw. I have some stats on my own to throw out. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me get that some stats. Man. I love stats. Let me hear it. Okay. So far, Jared Goff against the AFC. He only played against two teams, the Bills Bad. and Dolphins. So, the Old AFC two. East. He's thrown three touchdowns and three interceptions. So, pretty balanced there. And he's had a 81 QBR. So, he's been average against the AFC this year. So, 
we can't we're not we can't tell who's going to be this week this weekend either the great Jared Goff the bad Jared Goff or right in the middle and then let's see oh the Rams are ranked six in giveaways they've given up 10 picks and 10 fumbles so it's possible that they could have another turnover filled game and the Patriots are also ranked 11th in takeovers or takeaways so it's possible that you can see JC Jackson pick one off maybe Chase Winovich gets us a strip fumble so it's possible that the Rams could struggle against the Patriots defense who's been very underrated this year we got a new new stat man out here wait a minute right step your game up better hope they turn them over Uh, that's the game plan and just some unnecessary stats just as Neil throws out week by week the Patriots lead the official series nine to five so they have some type of mental advantage <laughs> two Super Bowl against, wins too. against the Rams. Two, two Super Bowl, Bowl wins also. Real estate. Uh, yep. <laughs> Patriots outscored the Rams 307 to 225 and the points. So they have a scoring advantage, even though it doesn't matter as much. And then most importantly, the Rams fan in, in this group is seven and eight in pick He's He's very last and under 500. So... <laughs> How is this Rams pick right here? How good is it? How good, how how official or how trustworthy is this pick? It's true. So after all that, it's going to be a tough defensive game, just like the Super Bowl. I'm saying, just like Lauren said, a late Nick Folk field goal to win the game. Patriots 13, Rams 10. Patriots got to turn the ball over on the Rams for them to win. I'll tell you that right now. If the Patriots get turnovers, they win the game. If the, Rams keep, if the Rams keep a clean game on offense, it's not going to be close. But if the Rams turn the ball over on offense, the game's over. I'll tell you that right now. Coming well, they, have, they have to turn the ball over, and Cam has to not turn the ball over because Cam has had yeah. – he's been giving the ball away to everybody all year. That's so. true. I mean, that's a, that's also another big difference that we're talking about that from that Super Bowl. The Rams defense is top three in the league right now. you got New Orleans, you got Pittsburgh, and you've got the Rams. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, who Cam Newton? The receivers are already average at best, and yeah, now you're matching. That's what, now you're matching up with Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> and to, and uh, our our secondary quarterback or our quarterback on the guy on the other side is the touchdown in two straight games. Yeah. Also, right. side, side note: we've heard about the duo of um, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. We have a duo of our own on the secondary, Gilmore and Jackson. So this pretty much if. The Rams don't run the ball well. They're going to have a tough time playing the Patriots. They need to run the ball well. But here, the Rams' third and fourth pass-catching options are just as good as the Patriots' first and second receiving options, though. Josh Reynolds, Gerald Everett, Tyler Higby. And Jefferson, out of the first-year rookie, he's he's just as good as anybody else. Like, I I would take those four probably over anybody that the Patriots have on the catching balls. Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna come it's gonna be a good game, man. I'll tell you what, it's gonna be I, I hope personally I hope it's a blowout because I don't want to sit there and struggle and sweat, but it's the Patriots. They always play the Patriots tough. The Patriots play everybody tough. And they're coming off a 45 point blowout. So yep. how are they feeling? Them. They're feeling hot. But also the Rams are feeling hot coming off a big divisional win. They're in first place in the MC West as well. So it's gonna be a good game. We got a lot of, we got a lot of factors here. It's gonna be a good game. Right. And I'll tell right. you what, and I'll tell you one other thing too. If the New Orleans Saints lose the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm getting, I'm, t- I am tearing Lawrence up on any social media anywhere. Facebook. Yep. Twitter, Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, anything. It's the row section Link, of a lifetime. Link down below. 
This shit is so crazy, bro. Like, for what? Because because he's a week to week fan. So we can't I just had to make listen, listen. I was inspired by Neil having stats, so I had to. I feel like I gotta partake in that. Y'all mad at me? No, that wasn't a stat. That was just a. Who's the last time you play? Who's the last time you play? Yeah, listen, it's all right, bro. Stop being so emotional about how you feel about the Saints, okay? All right? It, it, time will pass. We're going to see each other again. Don't worry. We'll see each other again. I would love to see a playoff matchup. <laughs> Greg Zerline, Fucking blown out. That's what's going to happen. Um, but going from there, man, we had we had one in the – listen, you can laugh all you want. I would laugh at Kenny's face. You oh, <laughs> no, nah, I look down, <laughs> I'll run it back and I'll run it back oh, on YouTube. He's that but, face. <laughs> but um, we had we had the Giants and 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 the Seahawks play in Seattle. Thank you. In Seattle with Cole and, McCoy and that defense. No, we're not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna do that. <laughs> he had nothing to do with the game. But no, that, but that's the point. But what I was gonna get to the most important part was. How they they contain Russell Wilson um, through the entire game? Um, yeah. What you guys think of that game? If you uh, tuned in or anything I, like that, I'll say the same thing that I said about Pittsburgh. Though the the Giants are five and seven, tied for first in their division. They if you look at the games they lost. They played everybody closer to except for one time. Their defense is an elite defense. So if this ends up being a game, obviously Seattle lost. You can look back at it if Giants make the playoffs. They lost to a playoff team. Again, should they have lost this game? Probably not, especially being that you're home. I'll give you that. But if the Giants end up being a playoff team and you lost the game to a playoff team, I don't think people should be reacting as crazy as they are because it's not like the Giants are terrible. We're, we're not. They didn't lose the New York Jets. They lost to the Giants, who, yes, were down Daniel Jones, down Saquon. But we've seen them play people tough all year long, and we know that defense is an elite defense. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yo, if they – listen, one thing is scary about them – they got right now. They got some names on defense. They got like three. If like they much. get, a, if they go and get another person, because it's a big market on that defense. Leonard Williams, Blake Martinez, because they're, they're coached really well too. They they played that game. Blake Martinez was hurt for most of the game. He's a monster. <laughs> also, yeah, one of the best tackler, backers, one of the leading tacklers in the NFL. Yeah, for the past, I think for the past two years, with even with uh, he the might Packers actually team. lead the NFL in tackles. Yeah. He might actually. He's a tackle machine. Yeah, the guy's a monster. Um, but Phil, what do you think of the game? I mean, it's pretty much. Who, who do we think it says this game says more about Seattle or the Giants? Because the, the Giants' defense has been incredibly underrated this year. They've probably allowed what less than maybe 14, 15 game a points a game like the last three or four weeks, like maybe mm. maybe even less. I don't know. Because I think I saw I saw it on TV or they're, they're mentioning it like during the post game that. The Giants have been like really limiting teams points wise, and Seattle's just been up and down this whole season. Some games y- y- they were they're um, been struggling. Some games they're they're showing why they're like one of the best teams in the NFL. But you really got to tip your hats off to the Giants. They just really they're making the most of what they got with all those mm-hmm. injuries and playing in the NFC East. They're just trying to make the playoffs. So I was just really surprised by um, the game. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. It, like to your question, who it shows more of? I think it's more of the Giants. Um, it's putting them on display as far as their defense goes. 
we started to already see kind of Seattle unravel um, when uh, Russell can't have, he's not having an amazing game or turns the ball over. The defense can't compliment him well enough to get the ball back and things like that. So we kind of seen gaps in there in their pretty much their games. So I think it says more about the Giants defense. Yeah, how serious it is together. Yeah, I mean, I said it earlier in the year. I thought the Giants defense was legit. I, I mean, I, I called it early. I saw what they did to the Rams offense. Um, they were legit then. They're legit now. It definitely shows more about Seattle than it does the Giants. We we knew the Giants defense was good. Seattle had to come out and play a good game, and they didn't do it. Not only did they not play a good game, but w- Seattle's run game is non-existent. They literally have a non-existent run game, and they expect to get to the playoffs with a non-existent run game. I don't think so. It's going to be a drop back, let make Russell make some pa- make some passes to two wide receivers because that's all they have. Uh, David, granted, David Moore is decent. Granted, granted, they have two very good wide receivers. Tyler Lockett and you know, <laughs> Metcalf is leading the league in the NFL and, and yards this year. So it's not like he's got scrubs he's throwing the ball to, but and it's Russell Wilson too. It's it definitely shows more that Seattle is on a decline, and they have been since that Buffalo game. I said it on the podcast that day that they lost the Buffalo. What is it? They're sitting at eight and four. Eight and four, yeah. But they and they've lost to the Rams, so they are in second place in the NFC West because the Rams have the matchup, but they still have to play them again. So at the end of the at the end of the at the end of the year, they could win the NFC West still, depending on how that matchup goes with the Rams. Um, but I said it the day they lost to Buffalo that Seattle was exposed. And I live by that statement. Seattle's been exposed since that game. Shout out to the shout out to the Giants. I uh, I also think that this furthers the argument that this is not Russell Wilson's MVP anymore. Nope. Um, I, I think pretty much, in my opinion, hands down at this point, it's got to be Pat Mahomes. If you think about it, earlier in the year we were saying, is it Pat, uh, Russell Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers? Then Aaron Rodgers fell off, and it was, is it Pat or Russell Wilson? Then Russell Wilson fell off, uh, Pat or Kyler Murray. The name was been there the whole time has been Pat Mahomes, so I think it's his MVP award at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that. I like that pick. I also like Aaron Rodgers' pick as well, because what? how many games have the have – the, Green Bay's lost two games this year, right? Yeah. No, I like that pick too. Just I feel like no, his name lost, fell out of the argument for a little bit. Yeah, I think. And they consistently, we've been talking about Pat. Yeah, they, they got three losses. Yeah, they got three yeah. losses. Yeah. Well, um, what about know. Josh? Y'all don't y'all don't like Josh Allen? The if he keeps playing at this level, that's a, that's another good pick. 40, I think. Four no, it, yeah. and three fifty yeah. per like. He's out there. He's yeah. at almost at seventy percent too. That, that's that's a definite. That's an official pick. Yeah. Um, I think. Because it's Buffalo one, so anytime Buffalo makes a playoffs, whoever's leading that team is going to get looked at as a you know as a leader and as a as a position for awards. Um, and also, Pat Mahomes won the MVP because he was the MVP of the league that year. You know what I mean? He like there was no doubt about it. Pat Mahomes deserved to be the MVP of the, of mm-hmm. the league. Now this year, like you like you said, like Kenny said, we are looking around and we're looking at names. We got, we got no now. choice. Yeah, we have. Choice what he's got? Now. What he's got? Two picks. Maybe yeah. Pat. Yeah, he's got two. Like two or three. Yeah, two picks. Two yeah. picks. Yeah, so he's got. I mean, yeah, the picks. But I mean, if you throw the ball. No, I'm saying that's still like I'm saying as an it's a, a good thing. And yeah, a good no, thing. definitely, hundred percent. It's impressive. He's not turn, turning the ball over. But I just think I just think if you throw him in, you know, stat wise with with Aaron Rodgers or Josh Allen, it's not as easy as an MVP vote as it was when he won it last year. That's all I'm saying. Or two years ago. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, two years ago. Um, so from going there, going from there, we had um, I'm, I don't know who else picked the charges with me. Who picked the charges with me last week against the Patriots? 
Damn. Oh, so we we were bad all against. Oh yeah, we did. We did. We did. We said they didn't have a chance. Yeah, we not and only did we say they didn't have a chance, but what yeah. else was said? I just I, I forgot. I just wanted. Yeah, to we, no, we, I said they didn't have a chance. I, yeah, I'm I, not. I'll say it too. I'm not gonna apologize. I ain't think that. Oh, I'm not apologizing, but I'll man up. <laughs> I, I, I know what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> if I went back in time, I'd say it again. I said to bet the under, and you still would have made your bet. By the way, <laughs> just so you know. Oh my god! And if the Chargers scored any type of touchdowns, but um, did y'all did y'all tune into that game at all? Not at all. Not at for all. For about ten seconds. For about ten seconds. Yeah. There was it, there was nothing to watch after they went up by multiple touchdowns. The very tight game. <laughs> all right, so Phil, so Phil, this is your time right now. Patriots at six and six. What you what what do you think that game told you about your team at this point in the season? I mean, they're capable of having that big performance, even though I mean, regardless, I guess the, it's the Chargers, but just I mean, Justin Herbert is still like one of the a premier rookie quarterbacks, and he's still good even though he they scored zero points that game we just got to remember that we're not, we can't discredit everyone on the charges but we can discredit anthony um lynn because you know he should have been fired maybe a long time ago bad coach get him out of there yeah i mean it, coach. It, it was basically just um showing the patriots strengths and basically how to beat them if if they're struggling on if they're struggling running the patriots lost the game right there it, so they might struggle next week but as of this game Basically, the, th- the three key of ingredients for the Patriots were defense, running, and special teams. You saw two special team touchdowns off of the, ch- the Chargers, a blocked field goal, and I forgot what the other one was. Uh, there was 154 or 160 uh, rushing yards from Cam, a whole bunch of running backs, and we they forced a lot of turnovers, t- uh, a pick or two, a fumble. It's just the perfect game that the Patriots needed to help boost their playoff chances do you feel like do you feel like bill is just trying to hold on with cam and get rid of him after the season's over i mean it honestly depends how the rest of the season plays out because bill's not gonna want to take the season like everyone thought he was gonna do he just wants to see what he can win with now if they have a successful playoff outing like maybe low wild card and maybe in the first or second round of the playoffs, then he'll probably keep Cam around. But if he shows that there's no winning with Cam in the playoffs. Yo, wait. Phil loves to cover his bases. Low wild card in first or second round. If you make the, if you're a wild card, you're automatically in the first round. So it's not, commit to something, damn hold it. On. Uh, hold on. You're, <laughs> hold on. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. Nah, I'm, I'm right or wrong. What was the last one he said about the low draft pick or something? No, yeah, either yeah. barely make the playoffs or a good Where, draft pick. Your draft pick? You are, yo, bro, there's no, there's no, but listen, you either lottery or you either lottery or you make the playoffs. Like, there's not no in between. Like, there's, no, there's no gray area. I'm saying when they make the playoffs, I'm saying if you see, if you see them go into the first and second round and have good outings during those rounds, then yeah, keep Cam. But, okay. but which round, the first or second round? Because if you make the playoffs, you're already in the first round. Yeah. Have, <laughs> so, so what are you saying? But they have a good show in the first round. Like maybe. Bro, just, just say just say if they get to the seventh seed, bro. So so Phil, if you so so I think what he's saying is like if can't like obviously they make the playoffs, they make the wild card, the first round, Cam plays good, right? Cam plays good, but they lose the second round. Do you think that Bill will still want to keep Cam? Yes or no? I'd probably keep him around. I give him maybe a one or two year deal just to see what's going on. 
because there's no way where they're going to get. Uh, I mean, they're not getting unless they up, which New England doesn't do. Yeah, but but guess what? There's going to be two very good quarterbacks that are uh, on the board that are going to be out there, and probably Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold. Yeah, they're both sure. going to be available for sure. Wait, Sam Sam is up. Well, they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. You think yeah. that they're going to keep oh, Sam yeah, Darnold around? That is true. I don't like Darnold. I think he's all right. I think he's all right. I just don't. Think I think he's, he's going to be good when he's not with Adam Gase. Name, <laughs> name, name yeah. me one offensive weapon that Sam Darnold has. Can anybody name one player on that Doug team? Jamison Crowder, Denzel Mims. Um, you got you got Harrison. The tight those are those are weapons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what we got. I know, but I'm saying those are like Jamison Crowder. He, he's had he right. had some big he had some big games this year. So, because he's forced to – on any other team, he's a fourth option Denzel, at best. Mims is, Mims is a rookie too, so, like, we, we don't right. know. Denzel Mims is, is a bright spot for sure. Denzel yes. Mims is a bright spot. But, also, but they don't have any, but, like, and, superstar uh, weapon. That's, exa- right, and right, and no. Denzel Mims – I don't think he's been, he's been there one week since Sam Darnold has been – like, they haven't been healthy at the same time. Yeah, Sam Darnold's been last week. Last week was the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the first time they played together. I mean – And they, they actually – they should have won that game, but Greg yeah. Williams purposely blew it, so. That's why he's fired. <laughs> Um, that 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 was wild. If we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about the Patriots. Or are we talking about the Jets? What Patriots. Right Patriots. Now? I was just Patriots. Um, I I think I think for sure that was an impressive showing by the Patriots. Like 100. percent I mean, anytime you can blow a team out and put up zero points on their uh, defense, put up zero like that, it's impressive. Uh, I still I still think that the offense is bad. Very bad offense. And a lot of it stems from the from the quarterback. The quarterback play has been mediocre to bad. Um, they rely on they rely on the defense, which is hard to do in, in football nowadays. You got it's an offensive game, so it's real hard to, to rely on your defense to, to win you games nowadays. But it, it worked out for him. Forty five to zero is nothing to stick your nose up at. That's for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. If if the Patriots play perfect a perfect game like that again. They're in the playoffs, and that's that's just what that's just the fact. So. Yeah, I mean, super impressive. Like you said, forty-five nothing. Like you can't you can't sit here and say that it's not impressive. I just think mm-hmm. the forty-five points are fool's gold when you're trying to attribute that to the offense because it wasn't the offense that did it. Their right. special teams played a big hand. Their defense played a big hand. <laughs> but forty-five points <laughs> is impressive, no matter which way you cut it up. But you yeah. can't say that this proves that the Patriots' offense is back on track. Because right. I because I went and I saw that box score. And, and I was thinking, like, oh, I was like, oh, can't wait, crazy. Yeah. I said, yeah. I looked at the box. What is this? How many offensive coming, points were scored? Coming from like, uh, he was like, nine, like what was he, it, nine for 16 for like 86 yards or something like that? Yeah, but he had three rushing touchdowns, or three total touchdowns. So I think he passed for one maybe. Oh. And he, he rushed for two. But yeah, <laughs> coming from a Cam Newton fantasy football owner in a two quarterback league, I'm thinking 45 points. Oh, Cam went nutty too. Then I look at my uh, huh? points. <laughs> like, what? What did I? What game was I watching? They didn't get the total for the Patriots defense and special teams. Yeah, that was. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that yeah. was impressive for them. It's just to me, like I said, it doesn't doesn't do much for you about their offense because they're still they're relying on everyone else to make big plays for them. How oh. attractive is that Chargers head coaching job? Is it? Attractive? Oh, super attractive. What? Super attractive. Pieces. What? Exactly. Because you got three running backs. Oh I think it's, if you if you had competent coaching there right now, they'd be competitive out west. Listen, just... you got you got two you got two 
You got well, obviously you got one Mike superstar Williams, receiver. Mike Williams is on his way to being being yeah. a stud. If you Hunter Henry's Hunter a, a, Henry's a great tight end. Justin healthy. Herbert is proven he's he's going to be a guy in this league for a long they got time. Defensive pieces too. And Derwin yeah, really good. Yeah. Derwin James when he comes back. Ingram. Joey Bosa, Bosa. Elvin Ingram. I don't know how long how long Ingram's going to be there, or well, Bosa's going to stay there. Ingram might Ingram might be out because he's injured like every time. Yeah, you're right, but they're they're so bad this year. They're going to have a high enough draft pick to get an addresser in the draft. Yeah, they could get somebody. that's true. Yeah, the Clemson or Bama. It's like yes, sure. It's a sure. That's a really that's a really like I look at it like this. Sure, it's a really really nice house, right? You're going to go buy that house, but then you find out somebody just got murdered in that house. You still buying the house and you moving in? That's the thing. Is that a good analogy? Yeah. yeah. Well, for I don't think it is for that team. No, I think for, so. I think so. For I that think team. murdered, but that no murdered is like murdered is is like Houston. That's yes. Murdered. Yes, because they have attractive pieces be. with Deshaun Watson, but then you get there and realize you you have nothing else to build with because you have no draft picks. That yeah. is a perfect analogy right there. Yeah. That yeah. that's yeah that's definitely. Because you got, I, you got Deshaun Watson like this, and then he's got, and that's he's got it. nobody. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like you see that picture, oh yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy is phenomenal too, man. He's phenomenal. Um, but going from there, man, let's let's get into we got we had the Steelers. Um, they were the only undefeated team. They were at eleven and zero. They were rolling. Um, I don't think they were the most impressive 11 eleven and zero team, but they still got there. Um, so what y'all think of the Washington and Pittsburgh game and Washington pretty much their defense with 17 first number one overall picks playing defense and D tackle just dominating the game like they're unbelievable. Well, I picked Washington to win that division, so it's what I expect to see out of them on a weekly basis. Like that's that's why I picked them is their defense is good. They're going to win them games that they probably shouldn't win. This is one of them. Did I think that it would happen against the Steelers? No. But when the Steelers are starting, hang on, let me. They started the game without their starting running back, without their starting center, without their starting right tackle, without their starting corner, without a starting inside linebacker, without a starting outside linebacker, without a starting kicker, and their quarterback didn't practice all week. And then during the game, they lost their other starting corner and their backup inside linebacker. Uh, Washington, if if you're a playoff team, that's a game you have to win. So they won the game. They did their job. And it, Pittsburgh didn't get killed. They played close. And we've seen Pittsburgh play bad games this year, but they've won them. This is just weren't they, they up, won this one. Weren't they up by, uh, what was it? Then they were up by two possessions? No, I don't think they were up by two possessions. They weren't? I'm pretty sure it was the most it ever was was 17 to 10. 17 to 10. Okay. I thought it was, I I thought it was more than that. Yeah. Because I, I, uh, I was reading something where they said they had – they had blew a, like a two possession, not blew it, but like obviously there's a bunch of time left. But yeah, let, let me look it up before I. I don't want to get caught. But that that's bad. That's bad recipe when you you're up by two possessions and you cannot you can't run the football. Well, yeah. you're that's well, losing. that's where you're starting running game. back. Yeah, well, right. Washington was won twenty three to seventeen. So so the, so my thing is right. Do y'all feel like? Because I'm not, really, was, what, I'm not really big Pittsburgh on Pittsburgh was up 14 nothing to start the game. Okay. I'm not really big on James Conner. Me personally. I know people, no, me neither. I know people uh, that like him. Is he that much different than Benny Snell to make a change? Yes, in the sense of because they can go running back by committee. They don't have any running back there right now that can handle the load by themselves. 
I don't think that James Conner can come in like, oh, he's that much better than Benny Snell. But I think that having the combo of both of them, they need they are both the definition of a running back by committee running back. You cannot rely on them for a full game to win you a game. Got you. I understand that. Yeah, because that's that's what I was kind of because they were like, oh, James Conner's not here, but I don't I don't see any type of burst from him. He's not elusive. No, I, I personally I personally like, like Benny Snell better than James Conner. They they kind of hang on to the um the performance he had when Le'Veon Bell was on his contract holdout and try mm-hmm. to compare it to that, but he digressed a little bit since then. And he's from I, I believe he's from he's and, from Pittsburgh. Yeah, so I mean that game, I, I call Pittsburgh frauds, and I still think they are. I think the record is fraudulent, but a lot of stuff went wrong for Pittsburgh that game. They had seven drops that game. Eric Ebron had two, and Deontay Johnson, who leads the who leads the league within drops, by the way, had five that night as well. Me hurting my heart in fantasy. Yeah, and Eric Ebron, who we just know as football fans, just dude cannot catch. He has some games <laughs> where he can catch the ball, and sometimes where he just, he literally his hands just flap at it, like he just cannot catch the ball. So when you're when you don't have when you're not when your run game's not existent against an already very good Washington defense. Mm-hmm. And you're dropping the football. That's a recipe for disaster. Not to mention they had five times to run to get the ball in from the one yard line, Pittsburgh, and they couldn't stuff the ball in on the end zone. Five tries at it, they couldn't do it. Why? Let me let me ask you something, though, Neil, because you said you know they're they're frauds in the sense of like because you know what have they beaten whatever, but they've seen the Titans, they beat them. They've seen the Ravens twice. Granted, one time they were injured, but they beat them both times. They played uh, the Browns. They beat them. They killed the Browns, thirty-eight to seven. I mean, right. so right. We, well, I, I, I'm not. I mean, listen. I personally, I haven't been good. I haven't been high in the Titans all year. I don't think that. I don't think they're very good either. Uh, Baltimore. We've been saying it since we started the podcast that the book's out on Lamar Jackson and who's he got for weapons. He's got Hollywood, who's glass. Lawrence he literally called him glass man. They have this. It's, I mean, we every team that you just brought up to me, and you just and you said it yourself, Cleveland, you said as frauds that they're not even gonna make the playoffs, right? So, so what, okay, what but, gives here? but so if but if we're gonna do that, then so then we're gonna say that the, the Chiefs are probably the best team, then so let's 100%. go look at who the Chiefs, so let's look at who the Chiefs beat, then just by your logic, if that's what we're gonna, yes, if that's what we're gonna say. Well, before you say so, anything, before you say anything, I don't think the AFC is good at all this year. I don't think because because the, the Chiefs ain't beat nobody. They've nobody. beaten the Texans, the yeah. Chargers, the Ravens, the Pats. Lost 100%. to the Raiders. Lost or beat the Bills. That's the one good game they have. Yeah. They uh, lost to the Bron or beat the Broncos, beat the Jets, beat the Panthers, yep. beat the Raiders, and beat the Bucks. So I then beat the Broncos again. I so I'm just I personally <laughs> think, no, I personally think that Buffalo is the best team in the AFC. <laughs> I think that Buffalo is the best team in the AFC. I think they have a more impressive record, and I think they have a better schedule. Yo, y'all are losing your mind right now. We're talking about. We're talking about. He said, "All right, so I'm a, I'm a cross reference the Chiefs schedule. The Chiefs. The, well, no, it, it's a good AFC, point bro. though. Because- well, no, well, not, but if you're gonna say the Bills. Bills beat the, Chief, the Niners, the, the Chargers, the, team, bro, like, the Seahawks. The I got yeah. So I guess the Bills do have the better ones when you look at it. I but mean, they, the Bills, but then they lost to the Chiefs. The Bills were a Kyler Murray hail mary away from sweeping the best division in football this year. Let's not forget about that. They they would have swept the NFC West this year if it wasn't for Kyler Murray's hail mary. Shoulda coulda woulda. So I mean I'm just saying that, but they played well enough that game to win that game. I mean anytime you lose it to a hail mary, you chalk it up as a oh well. On to the next one. But I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC. 
and I don't think the AFC will win the Super Bowl this year. The AFC has been weak, very weak for the past couple of years now, except for the Chiefs. I don't think that I don't think there's much over there. I really don't. So Pittsburgh's frauds. Get them out. <laughs> I mean, you could say that the AFC has been weak, but they're always top heavy because they win the Super Bowl. They won it last year. They won it the year before. Well, they yeah, lost but, it. They, but, then they won it the year before that. And won it the year before talk, that. Yeah, every, year, every year you talk about the Patriots, though. That's the thing. Oh, but it's not, they're top heavy. So now it's just it's the cheat. So right. I want to go as far as say the AFC is not going to win because the AFC is weak. I, I don't it's, think they're top I heavy. I personally don't think that the Chiefs are that good this year. The Steelers are not good this year, and the Buffalo Bills are. And if you're talking about Buffalo, Rams can beat them both, right? No, nah, we're not talking about that. Uh, <laughs> If you're talking about Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills being the best team in the AFC, then that's that's trouble. Oh, no, well, I don't think I don't think we are. I think you are, but I don't think anyone else is having that conversation. I, I say Buffalo and Kansas City one and two, and then I I don't Pittsburgh. What are you doing for me? I don't think you got anything for me. Show but me listen, up. any anybody can anybody can be beaten on any given any day Sunday, any Sunday. Thursday. I agree. It don't matter. Like Cowboys getting whooped right now. Like they're getting whooped right now. Anyway. But that was my pick to win the NFC East. My pick ain't looking too good. <laughs> um, but going from there, man, we're gonna start off with Kenny, man. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to see what you how you felt about the Browns playing the Titans and just steamrolling downhill immediately. Smoked them. I, I told the first you quarter out the gate. I told you guys I was willing to eat crow because I was wrong, and I was wrong. The Browns came out hot and heavy. And we're demolishing them. It, it wasn't even pretty. But but the final score, they only won by six points. Oh. I was gonna say so, I, so, Kenny, I wanted to ask you that. What do you so, do you think that that second half comeback is more <laughs> more indicative of the Browns? Yes, that that tells you that that is why th- why I don't believe in the Browns. <laughs> that because... gave Kenny Kenny had PTSD. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> 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 but no, that's look, that's, at them, look at them now. Yeah, they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna blow it. They're gonna blow it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's but that's my thing. This is why I, I can't trust the Browns. You, you were killing them in every aspect of the game. It was never in doubt. And then you look up at the clock, and you're like, oh, in the fourth quarter, and you're like, oh, the Titans might actually win this football game. Right. They should. The Titans should have never been in this game, especially the Titans' offense is heavily relying on Derrick Henry. We have to give the ball to him to win the game. So if the Titans ever go down by two touchdowns, the other teams should be putting the W in their one column because if Ryan Tannehill has to build, beat you and he beats you, you deserve to lose every football game you ever play in. And he almost did because Corey Davis went off. Yes. I had to and, Corey Davis, and yes, Ryan Tannehill has had a sneaky good year. I'm not trying to take anything away from the guy, but I'm not putting my money on Ryan Tannehill to win me a football game ever. Am I batting on him? Not, not to win me a game. No, I, I bet on the <laughs> Titans to win because of Derrick Henry. But once they get down by two touchdowns, chalk that one up as an L, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. I'm with Kenny uh, on everything on that, by the way, everything he said. Since, since we're talking about suspect quarterbacks, um, it's been hot, one of the hot topics. I think top three since last year, late. Disrespectfully, um, is, though, to be honest. You know it, what I mean, Lawrence? Like, that's, <laughs> it's kind of disrespectful to Carson Wentz. The man has a Super Bowl ring. I know he didn't yeah, play, so, football, but he's got a ring. So he Carson, got him there. Carson, Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts and the psychotic fans of Philadelphia um, that are very, very, very emotional, um, and they do not deserve to win any fucking thing, if you ask me. They do not know how to act at any turn of winning at all. And this is the, this is the product of them winning. 
that they're calling for their quarterback that they paid $2 billion to, to be removed, not knowing that it would decimate your team. Bad. Yes. Cause that uh, is my just, thing. They want him gone, but little do you know, you won't be able to get any Justin right. Jefferson's right. Be able to keep him or anybody. Kenny, what did you say a couple weeks ago that winning the Super Bowl for the Eagles sounds stupid, but winning the Super Bowl for the Eagles was the worst, was thing, the that worst thing that could happen to them. Unless your organization has a plan in place, right? Like people, people, their plan was to run it back. Like you get, it's like it's like what happens when people get money and they get crazy. You need to look. Everybody needs to look at the Patriots because they did it the right way for year after year. They said we're winning. You either fucking take this money so we can keep it going or leave. Well, well, now what do they do? They they stay long, long wise, but yeah, but still, like you, you're able to win six championships. Yeah, right, you were a dynasty since the year 2000. If it, if it ends in right. 2020, that was 20 years. I mean, <laughs> I'll take a 20 year dominant spread to have one or two down years. And they and they take care of, and they take care of the people that that are there. Like eventually, they find a way to take care of them. So, so um, the, the the real numbers here. I was because we're always throwing numbers around with this contract for Carson Wentz. The it's real 58. Numbers, he signed in June 2019. He signed a four-year contract extension through 2024 for 109 million guaranteed dollars. So last, so most, last summer, right? The fourth most in the NFL at the time. If not on the roster in 2021, it cost the Eagles 59.2 million dollars on the salary cap, crippling. If not on the roster in 2022, it cost the Eagles 24.5 million dollars on the salary cap. So if right. you're going to so cut your losses, it's going to be in year two. It's going to be in that 2022 year. You know what I mean? It, it, even then, it's still. I mean, yeah, but I'm not doing it. I look at it like this, it, because I'm not trading you away somewhere where I'm paying your contract to watch you play well somewhere else. I refuse right. to do it. So if I'm just not, if I'm not going to use you, since Jalen Hurts is still on a, a second round rookie contract, I'm keeping Carson once around as a backup. If anything, I just yeah, I can't in good faith because if I'm going to have to pay you sixty million dollars next year to I'm go play quarterback you. somewhere else. Right. You're gonna be on you're my gonna, team. You're gonna, you're gonna be holding right. the clipboard, do something because you're not, I'm not paying you sixty million while you're collecting a smaller check from somewhere else because I'm paying you sixty million and you're winning them football games. It's so, not gonna happen. So my next question here is where do you guys see Carson Wentz playing in in two years? Well, there's there's two places that make a lot of sense to me that if you were to go next year, two years would still even make sense. One, to go get reunited with Frank Reich, his offensive coordinator in Indianapolis, because Philip Rivers is old. Yep. Ooh. Go go to Indy with Frank Reich. That was your offensive wow. coordinator of the year that you had your MVP year. Makes too much Wait, sense. He's going to be upright for 95% of the game. He ain't going to get sacked. That's what I'm saying. You put him that's there with dangerous. his with his in his old offense with, behind the decent line. That. They, that'll be that'll be scary. And then the other one that just clicked to me today was going to Pittsburgh, going down the street, because he, he's he's Ben Roethlisberger light. He does stupid things that he should never do, but when they work out, they're beautiful. Uh, it just hasn't worked out in Philly because he hasn't had weapons around him. Give him a Juju. Give him Deontay Johnson. Give him Claypool. Give him James Washington. He's going to make plays. He's going to make things happen. I think my three top landing spots for Carson Wentz, um, number one, I'm going to go to New England Patriots because I think Bill <laughs> Belichick is biting his fingernails to get him some Carson Wentz over in New England for sure. Um, and I think number two, Denver Broncos. I think that they're out on Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke is still a starting quarterback in the league. I just don't think he's a starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. 
you need a strong arm to play in Denver in that in that cold weather environment. You need a strong strong arm to play in the playoffs there. Carson Wentz has a cannon. We all know that. Have you, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you don't watch him? Who? Drew Lock. If we're comparing him to Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz has a fucking cannon on his arm. The man can toss. Drew, I'm picking, that's that's one of that's one one of the biggest parts of Drew's game. I, I personally think Carson Wentz can throw the ball far. Is a better thrower of the ball, and he has a stronger arm. More accurate, deep, or he's just a better thrower of the ball, especially deep balls. And with- they don't like, call I, him walk. They don't, Uncle Shea Shea don't call him walk it to him once for no reason. I don't know why. <laughs> that ball's on a string. He walks it to him. <laughs> So I like you. I like you though. I like you. And number three, number three is the Colts. Kenny hit it on the head. But if if the Colts get Carson Wentz, that leaves another quarterback in the room in the Colts office. What what's gonna happen to our man over there? He's the starting quarterback. Where's he gonna go? Reset. Yeah, that, Kobe gonna do that might be the only thing that might be the only thing that deters Carson Wentz from wanting to even go to Indy. Do I want to get into another situation where there's another capable quarterback in the room? Because I've been dealing with it my whole career. Hundred percent going to look at that, right? For sure. And and I mean, two. You're also looking at you're also looking at Detroit. Looks real good. Looks real good for Carson Wentz. I'm not going there. Why not? You got Marvin Jones. You got Stafford gets hit more than me. Right, but <laughs> like, here's the thing. Here, here's here's the thing though. Like, the, they're start, they're, they just cleaned house, though. They got rid of their GM. Yeah, they got rid of their head coach. Yeah, right. So they're starting from scratch. If you truly believe in the next regime that's coming in, you got to draft. Then you can think about it. Right. You got to draft. I mean, that's why it's a long shot, but Detroit and then a super long shot, San Francisco 49ers. Super long San shot. San Fran's going to be in on any quarterback that becomes available. Wait, you got yeah. you got Debo that catches everything? Right. Yeah. Also, another land spot that didn't get mentioned yet. you too. If the um, Saints, we, we don't know how long it might be Drew's. Great last point. That's a great year. point, Phil. Mm. I know, Lord. I mean, you it depends on how the money is because you got right, everybody, just, everybody from the, that draft, well, draft class with Lattimore is going is due. But that's the thing, though, is it, coming there, up. there's a if, lot of scenarios here where Carson Wentz is going to be paid by Philadelphia and you're not yes. going to have to worry about his salary. True. Right. True. Like, if, if they come, if they trade him this offseason, New Orleans can be in on it because that means that Philly has to get his contract. If we're talking two years down the road where you got to sign him in free agency, New Orleans might not be in on it depending on how they handle these next two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Having Thomas and Sanders could really be helpful for New Orleans as well. And then what's in it will be gone too. Um, well, not be gone, but his contract will be up. Taysom yeah, Hill. Taysom, exactly. Taysom Hill. Taysom okay. Hill will be at the end of his. And then that, that leaves another thing too is Jameis Winston. Right, but he's on a one-year deal. Right. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, yeah, he's done. He's on a year-to-year basis. We don't know where he's going to end up. So, just a couple of scenarios for Carson Wentz. For example, uh, if they cut Carson Wentz before March twentieth, two thousand twenty-one, they lose twenty-four million dollars and they get hit with fifty-nine million dollars of dead money. They're not doing that. Right. If they cut between March twentieth and June first, twenty twenty-one, they get seventy-four million dollars of dead money on their cap, and they lose thirty-nine point five million dollars. <laughs> They're not gonna do that. Okay. See, so, how so Eagles fans out there, Eagles fans, that you're emotional. I hope you guys are listening to this portion of it. Stop crying. Want Carson Wentz for your quarterback until he's done, because if he's not, or if you guys want him literally gone off the team, you won't have a team. The best, the best scenario for Eagles fans out there, if they don't want Carson Wentz, is to cut him after June first, twenty twenty one. They'll hit, they'll be hit with thirty four point six million dollars of dead money, but they won't, they won't gain. It'll just be a zero gain. 
Pretty much just be but, see, but at that point, if you've held on to him until June 2021, just the rest of the contract, yeah. what am I? What's well, the sense of it at that point? That's true. I mean, you could trade him before March March 20th, 2021. If they trade him before March 20th, 21, um, they'll be hit with 33.8 million dollars of dead money, but they'll save 850 thousand dollars. Now that brings me to listen. That brings me to my next point. Now we're saying we got the the fans crying for what uh, for hurts. Does he stay the quarterback? Do you guys think he's good enough yet? For, well, sure. that, oh, you mean if they get rid of Wentz, or do you mean for the rest yeah. of the year? Do you think they'll rock with with Hurts? <laughs> I think it depends on the last couple games of the season. We'll yeah, see. What uh, right. And I, I think this is extremely unfair to Jalen Hurts because that offense is nowhere near 100%. Yeah. That offensive line is garbage. There's not really a lot of weapons around him. They're pl- like this week he's playing against one of the top defense in the league. Like you're throwing him in there to the wolves. Literally, so if, literally the number one defense in the league. Right. So if you, if he plays poorly, this is not a reflection on Jalen hurts. We're not going to get a fair assessment of him. Right. I can't wait for side, De- I can't wait for I, Demario Davis to run through his fucking <laughs> rib cage. On um, the flip side, we only got a couple <laughs> weeks left. So let, let's say Jalen hurts has, you know, a good solid four or five weeks. They don't make the playoffs. Even if they do make a little run there because this division is trash. Is is it really a true test of how good Jalen Hurts is? Because it's only it's five week sample size and no one has seen any tape on him because he hasn't played any football. So if if you're gonna base your quarterback of the future on five weeks, you deserve to be terrible for the rest of eternity. Because if they, if Jalen Hurts is good for five weeks and they come off of Carson once and then Jalen Hurts sucks next year, they deserve everything they ever get. So this the the one thing that this does for sure, this puts to bed all of the conversation about that draft, the one and two pick from that draft, for sure. They'll ever for for how many years since that draft was established and everybody was talking about the Rams trading up to get Goff or switching between Goff and Wentz or whatever. It was oh Wentz is the better quarterback, Goff is mm-hmm. the better quarterback. Who's this? Who's that? This for sure puts it to bed now. Jared Goff is the better quarterback of that draft class. Jared Goff was the best pick out of that draft class as between Wentz and Goff. And that this, Let, this season proves it. Flashback to when I said the Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco 2.0. Yeah. What happened to Joe Flacco? Oh, he got benched for a younger mobile quarterback. Oh, wait, what just happened to Carson Wentz? Oh, he got benched for a younger, more mobile quarterback. It, it, we're watching it play out. How old is Carson Wentz? 27? No, yeah, I mean he—he's way younger than Joe Flacco was when he got yeah. benched, but just the, yeah, yeah. I mean, I listen. I don't think Carson Wentz is done in this league. For, no, not at all. Not, not even close. Uh, he needs to get. He needs a fresh start. His marriage with Doug Peterson, his marriage with that franchise is over, and you can see yeah. the fighting and the affair start to happen as soon as they put that fucking statue up. As soon as they put that statue up with Nick Foles, it was over. But the, I don't even think it, it's Doug Peterson that doesn't want Carson Wentz. I think oh, Doug I Peterson so. wants Carson. I, but I think that Doug yeah. Peterson's days are numbered as well. I think I, yeah. I also well I don't think you can I don't think you can get rid of a Super Bowl winning head coach. I don't think you can. Uh, I, you can if he keeps losing like he has. That's yeah. why I think Doug Peterson right now is desperate. I think he's real desperate, and that's why he's doing anything that that the front office says. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's, he's caving to them. Yeah. Exactly. They're saying we want to see Jalen. So he's saying, okay, I'll let you see Jalen. But he's setting Jalen up for failure by making right. him play against he's the Saints like, for his first start. Yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll let give you what you Jaylen, want, but here you go. Here's the world Saints, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, like I said earlier in the episode this week, I'm really excited for I love when it gets this time because it's, it's just you're going to see teams starting to dwindle out out of the picture and there's nothing 
that they can do about it. Um, anything, any last words from y'all for this week? Week four was we got week 14, right? Week 14. This is a pivotal week for a lot of teams, especially a lot of our teams here. I mean, not really you, Lawrence, but Phil and I for sure. No, it's still pivotal. We want that one seed. Get the you're playing the Eagles with Jalen Hurts. I'm saying we need that. We need that buy. Got to win by any means. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, for uh, anybody out there who's a, a gambler, uh, Justin Herbert just put up a dud, zero points against the Patriots. He gets to bounce back against the beautiful Atlanta Falcons defense this week. Yeah, so yeah, Steve, Steve Smith calls us the get right team. And the first time I heard it, I was like, yeah, he's like, because if you need to get better, or you need to get right, play the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So, yeah, Justin Herbert's about to get right. Oh man. So if you're if your fantasy playoffs start this week and you're debating should I play Justin Herbert after last week? Yes. Ice yes, up, son. Should. Ice up. That's a classic right there. Ice up, son. <laughs> Any last words, Phil? I mean basically, yeah, like, like what you said, this upcoming but next couple weeks is gonna really determine who's the who's gonna be fighting for the playoffs. I know the Patriots need all the help they can get. They it, they have to only they can win and they need help from everyone else so it's basically going to be be who's sorting out who's the real and who's the fake so it's gonna be an interesting couple weeks you're gonna be, you're gonna go to the espn app and put reminders on all the games you need i'm doing it after <laughs> bro it helping. gets it gets like that sometimes you'd be sitting there in the second quarter praying at the one o'clock games yeah um, we were for chiefs next week this week so yeah fantasy basketball boys the ibc yeah, fa- fantasy basketball league is almost full yep yep it's getting there um but in the last words for me, um, like I said, I appreciate you guys. Can't thank y'all enough for being consistent with me. Um, it means a lot. Um, and anybody listening, watching, uh, go and follow all of our pages at IBT Network. Um, we got we got some special things coming. I'm going to meet up with all my boys um, just to discuss everything a little bit more um, and, and what's next for everything that's to come. Um, we, we need to do another. We need to do an actual like a trivia game for us. Too. I want to do that. I think that'd be fun. We got to put that together. Um, but I definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in. And this concludes another episode inspired by True Event Sports Podcast. Subscribe.